This is Becoming, the podcast for leaders to think differently with actionable tips in 30 minutes or less to claim your intuition, your influence, and your agency. And finally, get to the truth of what stands between you and who you are meant to become. Many of us believe that once we become that future self, then we will be happy, successful, and complete. This podcast exists to shine a light on the truth that the time is now and your future self can be who you become today. Hello and welcome back to Becoming. Thank you for joining me, podcast listeners. I'm your host, Stacey B, and I am so excited to dive into today's episode. It is a topic I am uber passionate about because no matter where you are on your journey, you can apply this. My goal for this episode today is, like John Maxwell so beautifully says, to bring the cookies to the lower shelf. In other words, to bring conscious leadership to a basic level so that you can take the concepts and actually apply them. That's the goal of this entire podcast, right? Is that we boil down, we distill down complex topics so that they are simple, actionable, and you can actually implement them and integrate them into your life to make lasting change. So today's topic is conscious leadership, and we're going to dive into the one thing that you need to know to start embracing leading consciously and what that looks like in your life and business. So I actually want to start this episode by sharing with you, I recently went to um, a really incredible event. And without divulging the context of the event, because it was fabulous and the presenter was profound in so many ways, one of the things that he did for us as attendees was he very beautifully demonstrated on stage the power of how we feel from an external state. And what he did was he demonstrated the power that each of us have when we really tune into how we feel and showed us and demonstrated to us how the way that we feel and the energy that's put out by that, how it affects other people and how it doesn't just affect other people, but it is a ripple effect. And I just couldn't put my finger on a better way to demonstrate conscious leadership because conscious leadership really starts with connecting with ourselves and understanding that our presence is our superpower. And if you can embrace tuning into your presence and harnessing that and being conscious and aware of how you're showing up, the way you're showing up, how you're feeling, You can start to harness the truth, which is you are emitting immense energy by the way that you feel in the workplace, on your Zoom calls with clients, with team members, and the power that you have to harness that is truly the next level of your leadership. And it doesn't matter if you are leading a household, leading a multi-million dollar company, 
or leading your life simply by the habits that you embrace getting up and about every day going to work. It doesn't matter what it is, we are all leading our life. And we all have this opportunity to harness conscious leadership and really start taking this seriously because if we take it seriously, we can start to change our lives in such profound ways and take seriously the gift that we all have, which is our presence. Our presence is so powerful. Your presence is your superpower. It is your superpower when you can start to manage it and be intentional with it. And it's your superpower by the way that you impact and influence others in a huge way. So let's dive into conscious leadership a little bit more, right? Conscious leadership is being aware of your internal state. It is prioritizing connection with yourself so that you are showing up in a connected state, a purposeful state with those around you, those that you lead. Again, it doesn't matter if you are leading your children, if you are leading the household or you are leading a multi-million dollar company. This is your next level of leadership. And it's seriously so exciting. It's a topic I love so much because the power of it is something that isn't talked about. And when we can start having conversation around the importance of connecting with ourselves and our internal state first and foremost, we start to move through the world in a completely different way. We start to move through the world in a way that we are conscious about how we're entering meetings. We are conscious about how we are entering conversations. We're conscious about the outcomes that we're looking to get from those conversations. We're conscious about the impact we wanna make in those conversations. That is such a gift. The fact that we can move from basically moving through the world asleep, right? And asleep to how our presence is impacting others, move from that state to outcome focused and consciously connecting to ourselves. We achieve goals faster. We connect more deeply. And there is not an effort exerted at the level we have to exert effort when we're asleep versus when we're awake. There is an immense amount of effort that we have to make if we're moving through the world unconsciously because there is a striving, there is an effort. A lot of energy has to go out to obtain the goal that we're looking for versus if we take the time to connect with ourselves and really dive deep into our internal state, that investment in ourselves makes it so moving through the world isn't as much effort. It comes a lot more naturally and we can tune into the laws of the universe that support us. And that's another episode, but we can tune into nature, right? We can turn in, tune into the flow of the highest and best good, the highest and best good of the business deal, the highest and best good of the collaboration, the opportunity that you might be pursuing. So it's incredibly powerful if you start to prioritize this. And so digging deeper into this definition of conscious leadership, we've talked on prior episodes of stimulus and response right? Viktor Frankl said it so beautifully. Between stimulus and response is a choice. There is our space 
That's our space to choose our happiness and it's our freedom to do so. Conscious leadership means that you are going to be triggered. Life is going to happen, but you are committed to the space between the thing happening and what you do to handle it or react to it. Conscious leadership is knowing that there is a choice. It's moving away from rushing, getting things done to taking an opportunity to breathe and actually ask yourself the question, does what I'm doing right now, this next actionable step, does that actually equate to the outcome or result that I'm looking for? That's conscious leadership. It is consciously leading yourself by way of your thoughts, actions, emotions, and intentions that those things align. And if they don't, and I promise you, they will get off track. It happens to me daily, weekly. You are committed to pausing and recalibrating. It is all about the pause and the recalibration. But what the choice is as a conscious leader is the choice is seeing when you get off track. It is seeing that your thoughts, your actions, your emotions and intentions are not aligned and your commitment is to the space of that moment when you see that it's not aligned and recalibrating back to center so that you are consciously entering opportunity, engagements, and collaborations from a very conscious and connected state. So again, you may not be leading a multi-million dollar company. We are all leading ourselves. And that's why I want in this episode to bring it back home, bring it back to you, the individual. You are a leader of your life. A conscious leader means you are consciously aware that you have the ability and it's up to you to own the fact that you are the creator of everything in your life. Everything is up to you to be created. And you have the power to do so. And so conscious leadership is really owning the fact that it is not just your ownership that's on the table, but it's really your duty to take that ownership seriously and really start looking at your life with the question in mind, how am I creating unconsciously and how could I create more consciously? Where am I not leading myself? Where am I feeling like I'm getting pushed around or walked all over or in some way feel powerless? Those are the areas to recommit yourself and really say, you know what? I'm committed to being a conscious leader. What are the steps I need to take to recalibrate myself to move forward consciously? Because that, my friend, is the shift, right? That is the conscious choice that you have to make to know when you get off track and then recommit, recalibrate to what it means to move through the world consciously for you, right? Because my level of connection, your level of connection, like what we value in our perception of connection is different. But at the end of the day, what I'm saying is that your internal state and how you feel is so powerful. We need to start connecting to that and investing in ourselves first so that 
we can take ownership of the choice we have, which is we have the ability to create anything that we want in our lives. And it's time that you own that. And it's time that you really lean into that. The world needs it. But more than anything, you're feeling it, right? We all are feeling this next level of our leadership right now. It's across the board. And it's so time to start leaning into this conscious leadership. A conscious and connected leader and executive team is truly the future of successful organizations. The Truth Teachers are proud to announce that we are now offering corporate packages to create more consciousness in the workplace. If you are looking to impact the C-suite or your executive teams in a powerful way, we help CEOs and teams claim their power, take radical ownership, release patterns and programs that limit their capability to lead and activate them as conscious and powerful leaders. So they not only can impact the organization, but that their conscious leadership can impact all of the clients that they serve. If you're interested in learning more, please click the link in the show notes and we look forward to speaking with you further about creating conscious workplaces because those truly are the future of successful organizations. So one thing about conscious leadership that is so important to understand is that you are a whole being. So if you are struggling in your personal life, you can't go to work and sweep that under the rug. If you're struggling at work or in your career, in your business, that is impacting your personal life. You are not a fragmented being. And I think that's a lie we have all subscribed to over the years is that, oh, we can just put this over here. We can sweep this under the rug. We can show up, look at, look like everything is fine. But as a conscious leader, the other commitment that is really up for you to make is that you are a whole being and that you choose to move through the world in that wholeness. When you make that choice, you have to look at all areas of your life. You can't upgrade one area without the others coming along too. I once was talking with a client and she was going through a situation where she had upgraded many areas of her life, but one of her relationships was not coming with her. And I said to her, it's like your right leg is that relationship and you have to be able to walk. So you've got to bring that leg with you. And it's a funny example, but for me, it's, it's a great example to think about when you're struggling in one area, it's like you're trying to leave a limb behind and not deal with it but you can't, right? You need to bring your, your right leg or your right foot with you. And so know that that's a part that's so important in conscious leadership is to look at all areas of your life and ask yourself, where am I really conscious? Like, where do I set my intentions and mindful of how I'm showing up? And what are the other areas where maybe I get relaxed or I don't show up as powerfully? And that can be a great question to just reflect on. And it can bring up a lot of opportunity of things that you can explore because you can't be conscious in one area. Consciousness is not selective, right? 
And so consciousness is wholeness. And the more that you can look at it in that way, the easier it is going to be to try on these different different concepts. Your impact as a leader is not what you're doing. It's who you are being. You can show up powerfully in one area, but I assure you that that's not you in full power. That's not you in all of your glory. It's three-quarter you. And so just imagine for a moment, if you reflect on your life and you look at the areas where you show up really conscious and the areas where you don't show up conscious, there's a next level for you. So just imagine what that would look like. Imagine what life would be like if you were able to show up consciously in all areas. Because if you're listening to this podcast, that's what's up for you, right? That is your path to becoming a conscious leader is really starting to look at the areas where you may have been sweeping them under the rug. You may have not been giving them the attention they deserve because you think you can avoid it or deal with it later. Face it now. Face those areas that are uncomfortable. If there is something not working in your life, it is hindering your full expansion and the world is waiting for your expansion. Your legacy deserves that expansion. And so pay attention now, commit to looking at those areas now and really up-leveling and, and choosing to bring all the areas into the light at once versus doing it in stages. And let's be clear, it's a process. There's, this is not about this final destination, but the quicker that as a collective, we can start looking at the areas we've been avoiding, the faster we are going to be more connected ourselves, which then impacts our companies, our families, our friends. And we start to be the influence and the leaders that we are all meant to be if we really start to take a hard look at the, those things. So there's a couple of, of pillars I wanna go over today um, that's really the foundation of conscious leadership. The first pillar of conscious leadership is connection, which we've talked about, right? When we are focused on ourselves, it is impossible to be connected. It's impossible to lead in the capacity that we are made to lead in and for. <clears throat> and so the first pillar being connection is really to prioritize that connection with self. And the way that you do that is, is really incorporating things like meditation or breath work or even simple reflection, a simple morning routine. It could be an evening routine. It doesn't matter the time of day that you do it. But it's coming home to yourself and starting to uncover what's been in the way between you and you, because it's hindering your ability to lead yourself to the goals that you desire, but it's also hindering your capacity to impact. And we want to nip that in the bud as soon as possible, because you are made for greatness. You are made for impacting and leading and again, it doesn't matter the level at which you lead today. Every one of you has a purpose to lead and impact. And 
when we can start to look at where are we getting disconnected within ourselves, that's going to help us really see the truth of where we might be limited with our leadership with others. The next pillar that I want to touch on with you is certitude. And certitude is truly an attitude of certainty. You know those people that just seem like they have it all together. They have this attitude of just being completely unstoppable. And for a lot of us, we think we're they're born that way, right? That they were just born that way. They just have it going on. It's easy for them. But if you study all of the greats in our history, the people that believed enough to launch something new into the world, the people that believed enough to innovate, to take you know, a new spin on <clears throat> maybe an expired version of something, all of those people believed so much in their idea or themselves enough to go all in on their idea or their desire. If you look at their attitude, they had an attitude of certainty. They had an attitude of certainty that said, I don't know how it's all going to unfold, but I am all in on me. And that is the thing that is missing for most of you, is that you think that once you do the thing or you get the degree or you get the certification or you get the credentials, then, then you will be enough. Then you will be ready. Then you will be certain. And I am here to tell you today that certitude is a choice that you can make today without another credential, without another class or course. It is a way of being and an attitude in an absolute requirement of being a conscious leader. Certitude is a way of being. It is sourcing your confidence from the inside instead of trying to get it from external validation, accolades, or achievements. It is out of the four pillars of conscious leadership, which by the way, we're only going through two today because I really want this to have time to sink in and time for you to really wrap your arms around each of these pillars. But it is truly one of the most important, actually, the most important pillar. I'm going to say that about all of them, right? Because I love them all and they're so crucial to make up conscious leadership. But really, an attitude of certainty is something that you can choose. I love observing and researching Abraham Lincoln's life. I think that his journey of failures and getting up again was such an inspiring journey. But what also I observe in his journey is that he wasn't born confident. He just believed there was a better way so much that he was willing to put his self himself aside, right? If we go back to connection, we're only in disconnection if we're focused on ourselves. He was so not focused on himself. He was so focused on change and externally a better way for the people that that was his commitment. So he could make the choice to be in certitude. Was it always 24-7 that he was certain? Of course not. He kept choosing it. And if there's something you can take away from this podcast today is to adopt a way of being 
with an attitude of certainty. You are your own certainty. You are your own safety. You are your own confidence. If you start moving through the world, what do you think is possible if you adopted that mentality? What do you think would be possible if you adopted that way of being? I can tell you that why does someone want to sign up for your courses, your programs? Why are you successful maybe in sales or in your company today? Because that you have a level of certitude that people are attracted to. Certitude is magnetic. Certitude is your biggest and most effective sales strategy. If you think of why clients sign up with you or why someone comes to you, why your best friend confides in you, it is because you have an attitude of certitude and it is truly a choice and it's one that you can make today. So try that on. Commit to moving through the world this week with an attitude of certainty. Whether it's something you want, be specific. Be certain that that is going to happen. Be certain that you are going to achieve the outcome you want. And at first, if you hear this and you think, oh, that sounds great, Stacey, but I can't dot, 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 for whatever reason, stop the stories and just focus on moving through this week with an attitude of certainty. And I promise you, you will see shifts. You will see things flow differently. You'll see people respond to you differently. You'll frankly get a lot more yeses because an attitude of certainty is what humanity is looking for. It is what the billions of dollars are used to sign up for, right? If you think of a marketing course or a sales course or a leadership course, any credential, schooling or program that you wanna sign up for, what is it that you're looking for? You're looking to be more certain in what you deliver. Now, let's be clear. I'm not saying that you don't need that expertise, that knowledge, but if you greet that knowledge with an attitude of certainty, that is completely different than thinking that that knowledge or that that course is what you are missing to be confident. There's a different approach. There is a difference between learning and growing and learning and growing because you lack confidence. Confidence is a choice and it's one that you can make today. So take this episode of Conscious Leadership and go into this next week asking yourself, how can I be more conscious? How can I prioritize connection with myself? How can I adopt an attitude of certainty and see how everything unfolds? Share back with us. Let us know what your findings are. And I look forward to diving into the next pillars of conscious leadership on our next episode. Are you experiencing change and breakthroughs as you listen to Becoming? If so, show us some love and hit the subscribe button, leave a review, and share an episode. I love bringing this content to you each week. And together, listener by listener, we can wake up the world. See you next week.